0: Hey guys, what's going on? Broke-ass investor. Back. I figured I'd make another podcast since I'm back to driving to the office at least once a week. So back to the uh, hearing the car in the background. Hopefully it's not too bad. But, um, one of the things, again, start making podcasts maybe once a week and just talk about cryptocurrency and what I've learned over the past year or two. Um, And today's topic is kind of uh, an overall topic, which I think is important, and that's to talk about cryptocurrency outside of the large exchanges. And when I say large exchanges, I mean Coinbase, really. Um, I mean, outside of Coinbase, people use what? Robinhood. Very few use Binance. But uh, for the most part, I think Coinbase is the major exchange uh, when people think about buying crypto. So, when keep in mind, when Coinbase lists a token, it's, it's almost already too late to buy it. Because the announcement of a, a token or coin getting listed onto Coinbase or get or again any of the larger um, exchanges will get the price kind of baked in. You know, the price the buying will, will just happen even before it gets posted or gets listed on Coinbase. Unless it's a surprise, but you know, typically you know, you would know if you were involved with a coin or token if there was a big announcement coming. Now, the point of that is, why I'm saying that, is I want to talk about where these tokens come from, where these coins come from. And I've been venturing out to an area which I consider high risk, especially if you don't know what you're doing. And that's the Ethereum blockchain and the Binance smart chain. Because you're able to buy mostly tokens in, you know, through other exchanges. Now, you can buy Ethereum tokens through what's called Uniswap. Now, that's an exchange. So, you would go to Uniswap and you would exchange Ethereum for any token you want. And I say any token because... There are so many tokens. If you go to the Uniswap website and you go to newly listed tokens, there's almost like one every five minutes, and probably more than that. And more than probably 90% are scams, sadly. People are just making tokens and they're rug-pulling, which rug, when I say rug-pull, a rug-pull is... They list something, they wait till a whole bunch of people buy it, and then they, you know, they take out all the money. They pull out all the liquidity so nobody can get their money back. And they, you know, they basically steal their money. And that's really that's the highest risk of these, you know, buying tokens outside of the Coinbases because you have no idea what the hell you're buying. It's backed by nothing. And you're just taking a risk, high risk, high reward, right? But um, to get you know a little more into that, these tokens have to start somewhere. So when you think of you know maybe some of the larger tokens like Saitama, you know, they would have started there. So if, if you were aware and you got into Saitama when it first got listed on Uniswap, then you'd be sitting pretty right now. But if you got into the million other tokens that got rug pulled, you'd have no money. So it's kind of like playing the lottery. But what's good is you, as you play this lottery, you learn things over time. You learn what to look out for. I'll give an example of what my dumbass did. So when I first learned about Uniswap and how I can view the newly listed tokens, um, this is when Facebook turned into, you know, changed their name to Meta, I went to Uniswap and I saw the newly listed tokens and I saw Meta just listed and I was like, oh man, and I'm thinking like, holy shit, I'm going to be rich, so what did I do? I I thought that was the Meta token, Meta Facebook, because, because why? Because they had a website linked to their token on Uniswap. I threw $1,000 in that baby. $1,000. And then sure enough, that token actually went up 3x, meaning I had like $3,000 within, I'll say, two hours. So I'm just... I'm happy, I'm not even thinking twice about it and I'm just letting, you know letting the day go by then I go to bed that day I wake up and I look at the liquidity and there's like $200 left I'm like, what happened? so long story short that was not meta, that was just some a-hole living in his mom's basement who created a meta token so people get fooled Think it's something bigger than what it is, and then they pull all the money. And my dumbass, you know, again, I was just be starting this process learning, and I th- threw way too much money. You know, I should not have thrown that much money towards it. But I was thinking, oh, man, this is it. And then sure enough, I got burnt bad. You know, that feeling, something like that, when that happens, that's enough to turn you off to crypto overall. And I've been turned off from crypto before And that was many years ago You know, when Bitcoin was a thousand bucks Or five thousand, whatever the hell it was And I, I just stopped, you know And I got into stocks And I stayed with stocks And here I am back into crypto So I'm not going to get turned off of crypto again Crypto here to stay So I take that as a learning lesson What's the lesson? You don't just buy any freaking token Because it got listed on Uniswap because it's new and if you do you better get ready to sell right away make your double your money get out however some of those tokens don't even allow selling I don't even know how they do that but you know it's just best to stay away so now back to the Ethereum blockchain and buying tokens through Uniswap Um, and again I'm using Uniswap because that's an exchange that you can know buy ethereum blockchain tokens there's other exchanges as well like pool coin and i believe dex tools and things like that as long as that token's listed on there but we'll just reference uniswap for now now ethereum obviously is a very famous cryptocurrency it's number two obviously behind bitcoin and it's probably going to stay that way forever so people love buying tokens off the blockchain. The problem I have with that is the gas fees. And when I say gas fees, they're basically the swap fees, aka the transaction fees. So when you swap Ethereum for another token, you're paying a very high fee for that. So say you only had 200 bucks and you wanted to buy, um, you know, you had 200 bucks in Ethereum, you wanted to buy this new token that you trust in. You can't put that 200 towards it. Why? Because sometimes gas fees could be anywhere, you know, and I haven't looked at them in a while, but what I've seen, I've seen $60 all the way up to $900 for one transaction. $60 is very rare. So the average you're typically going to see is around $100. Bucks. So if you had $200, bucks, you're paying 50% gas fees. I mean, so you're already down half. So you would have to go 2x to even break even. Just keep that in mind. So I was, you know, at the time, I, I, I didn't really know about Binance, so I was just doing that. I, I was getting into Saitama. I bought a few others. Um, a lot of duds. I'd say I, Saitama I did very well. Um, they've taken a shit since, and so I'm glad I got out. But uh, that meta rug pull was really painful, and I, I did not stop, like I said. And I bought a few others, and I didn't know what I was doing. And until you know, I found Saitama, that was the best one. But long story short, I started researching more and more tokens. And when I found these other tokens, I found a really good token, and it's like, oh. This is on the Binance Smart Chain. I'm like, shit, you can't get that on Uniswap. How the hell do I get that? So I've researched it. And so Binance is pretty much like Ethereum. But, you know, people create tokens on the Binance Smart Chain, BSC, and you buy their tokens through PancakeSwap. Not Uniswap. PancakeSwap. Yes, PancakeSwap. I, I know the name is ridiculous, but um, it's actually a pretty cool website. But, but anyway... You can swap Binance token, Binance Smart Chain token, for the token of your choosing. But what's so great about Binance? I'll tell you what's great, the freaking gas fees. Unbelievable difference. As I mentioned, Ethereum, you know, you could average 100 bucks a freaking gas fee. You'd have to, depending on where you live, you know, you have to log on in the middle of the night to get the best gas fee because the volume is low. Binance, you know, I'm logging on on high volume hours and I'm paying $2 at most for per transaction. So whether I'm investing $100 or $50, I don't give two craps. I don't have to wait. I'll pay that $2 gas fee. I'm, I'm fine with that. So once I discovered the Binance smart chain uh, gas fees. From that point forward, I said, okay, no more Ethereum tokens. Now, the, that's painful in a way because a lot of the big time tokens they go to the Ethereum blockchain. However, you know, I'm not buying a thousand a pop, ten thousand a pop. So that gas fee, if I want to buy a hundred bucks, I you know I can't freaking buy it. So the rich folk, yeah, they 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 could do the Ethereum, they could pay that gas fee, but. Us average broke-ass investors, you know, I'll stick with the Binance Smart Chain. I'll gladly give them my money and pay their gas fee because they are a hell of a lot more reasonable and maybe, again, the gas fee's low because of popularity. Um, There's less volume, less transactions flowing through. Also, that doesn't mean that there's no good tokens in the Binance Smart Chain. There are a hell of a lot of good tokens. So, you know, stricting, you know, keeping myself to one side of the aisle, although, yes, I can miss out on big opportunities, but there are plenty to review on the Binance Smart Chain. And I'm finding that out now. So now to talk about how do you even find opportunities? How do you even know what the hell's going on? How to find a token, how to get into a token? So, again, that was a learning process too. First, you go, I went to the pancake swap newly listed. And I'm thinking, oh, we're here. let me go through each one and I'll click, see if they have a website, maybe they're legit. Nah, that's not really, don't, don't go that route. I was heading down that route, you know, again, and I was like, you know what, this is stupid. So, what I did is, I, you know, I kind of ventured out to Telegram. A lot of these crypto tokens use telegrams for all their communication now there are telegrams specifically for announcing you know new tokens like for example crypto hunters is one they talk about all crypt you know all crypto so they talk about ethereum tokens binance tokens whatever and occasionally they'll mention oh this token is launching on this date and It'll have what's called a pre-sale. So what you can do is, all right, let me go to that token's telegram. And then you can talk to these people, just get a feel, okay? Does this this sound legit? Are these people just pumping? You know, you can kind of get a sense if these people are just robotic idiots or if they're genuine. Um, And you can, you know, in time, you can get familiar with how that, you know, how these crypto people I'll call them talk also you can check do they have a website if they do have a website what does it look like is it is it pretty basic is it really is it just up to satisfy people so they can do a rug pull or do they actually spend some quality time creating it because they expect to be around as a long-term project so you know that's another check that I do and, you know, there's, there's other things, too. Um, again, I'm talking about uh, when there's a pre-sale. There could, be, there could be what's called a private sale, which typically they'll get, um, you know, the owners, the original investors, their cronies. They'll, they'll give them a, a, a chance to buy a portion of their token early on. And then there's what's called a pre-sale, and that, what that is, that's available to the public. So <clears throat> they'll go, not, now to, to make this even more complicated, they'll post their pre-sale on something called cookie sale or pink sale. Now these are pre-sale exchanges. So they'll let people know ahead of time, okay, we're going to have a pre-sale before pancake swap. Um, and they'll have it this much b available, Binance Smart Chain Token available for the public. And, you know, they'll, if you trust that token, pre-sale is your best opportunity. Now, if some tokens don't have a private sale, some tokens don't have a pre-sale, some tokens don't have either. And then they just go straight to launch and they'll, they'll announce their launch day on Pancake Swap, which that you know to me, in my opinion, whether I don't like private sales because that's kind of bullshit. Why do they get the advantage of buying the tokens early? Pre-sale to the public, and then I like that's okay. And then obviously launch. If it's just launch, that's to the, to the public. I think the public should get the same opportunity as everyone else to buy the token. You know, if you want to be real, you want to keep it honest. That's that's the way to go. So, you know, you can keep things in mind like that. But you know, again, it's really hard to tell if it's a good project. So, again, I can give you a quick few examples. I got into, believe it or not, I got into another meta. And this Meta, it, it was legit. It was a rewards token, and it paid in SHIB Inu. So whatever percentage you owned in this token called Meta, it would pay you, based on volume, a percentage of, you know, depending on how much you own, it would pay you that percentage in SHIB Inu token, which was pretty freaking awesome. And I did... I loved that token. I learned so much from that community. Um, but I had to I had to leave. And the reason is... I just... It just kind of got stale. Kind of got dead. Because I got in very late into that project. Um, I got in after they were listed on CoinMarketCap. And as you know... Typically, once they... So some of these tokens get listed on coin market cap. That could be, you know, their maximum potential. Not in all cases, obviously. But um, after that, you know, they they stayed at a steady market cap of X, I'll say, maybe 1 million. And the volume was, you know, very, not that good. So I didn't really make that much in rewards. I didn't make that much in capital gains. Um, I was just... I was spending a lot of time shilling for them, which shilling means uh, promoting, and I didn't really make any money. But what I did make is, you know, some friends, some knowledge. So I do not regret it one bit. And I, again, I, I still love that token. It, it, it was very painful for me to get out of that, but I had to use my money elsewhere because. I'm losing out on these newer opportunities uh, to get in early. Now, I got in early on another token. This token was called Ape. And this token, you know, this was doing very well. I didn't get in at launch, but I got in, you know, I'd, I'd say a month after. And the there was one dev, but the community was awesome. They were, you know, all over this. And I like... The name because of AMC, GME. You know, I'm all that. You know, Moas. I'm all into the Moas crap. I'm hoping for some uh, hedge funds to get burnt. We get you know rich off AMC and GME. But anyway, I I was thinking, okay, the name Ape. You know, those people are apes, so they need somewhere to put their money in crypto. So I was going with that. Plus, the you know the dev is very uh, active on the the Telegram. And, you know, I just kept, I kept putting more money and more money and the dev was actually going to make a new token called DAO, uh, D-A-O. That's like a new type of token, uh, like an ecosystem token. And we were all going to buy into it and we all got into it pre-sale and, um, I woke up one morning, the dev went on the telegram and said, I can't do this. I'm done. And sure enough, before he announced that, he sold his ape. And you could tell because you go to the blockchain transactions um, on like, say, Dextools, for example, you could see, you know, big cells coming through and the cells came through right before the announcement. So it wasn't a rug pull because he did send us money back on that new token he was creating, but it was a tap out. It was a dev just giving up. I said, I can't do it. I'm done. And again, he sold out. So what do we have to do? The remaining people had to sell and take what they can get. Again, back to me being a dumbass. I didn't realize there was a max sell. I was trying to sell all. I kept getting an error. I'm like, what the F? Sure enough, once I figured out the maximum selling number, I had to do it after the token went down drastically. So I sold it out in bits and pieces. Maybe I had to do like five transactions. But I got out and I got some money. So, you know, that's, you know, that was another learning lesson. What's my lesson from that? Um, My lesson from that really was don't trust a project with one developer one person in charge, one creator just one guy running the shop because when there's one guy running the shop yeah, you can do it a freaking once you would be like, oh, I'm done but if there's like 5, if there's 10 you know, you got some backing there is it likely that 5 or 10 people can't handle a token project you know, I'm sure they. there's, there's plenty that quit in that example too, but um, I would trust more devs than just one That was my learning lesson since then obviously um, I've ventured out I've learned about a lot about different tokens and I got into um, this awesome token recently it's called diversify and I'm a dividend investor as everyone knows so that name you know boom I'm attracted okay so the name perfect went to the website okay good website they have a white paper which basically is a summary of the whole um token what it does white paper good went to the telegram community awesome active a lot of devs a lot of creators a lot of shillers okay good this is a good feeling now okay they're announcing pre-sale in one, one month or two months away okay great now they have a whitelist. What's a hell? What the hell is a whitelist? Um, apparently, they're having promotions where they allow people to be whitelisted, which means they could buy pre-sale before the before the public. I got in after that, so I didn't get a whitelist. Whitelisters were allowed to buy a maximum of, you know, for example, I think it was two B and B. So it was possible that the whitelisters could buy all of the pre-sale B&B before public. So this pre-sale happened. I had to set my alarm. It was, what was it, happening? At freaking 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night. I'm well in bed by then. I set my alarm. a Good thing I did because after the whitelisters got through about 75% of the tokens, you know, but then came a time, all right, public's available. Boom, I bought about one B&B worth. And It was the best alarm I ever did. You know, best reason I got up early. Why? Because this token is living up to the potential. Meaning, from when I bought it, 1BnB worth, it went 20x. Its sense has dropped. Believe it or not, after it got listed on CoinMarketCap yesterday, it's been dropping. But, the community, the devs, the creators are Insane highly active, promoting the hell out of this, promoting ads, active every day on the telegram. So that, in my opinion, is worth more than anything because that just shows the dedication that they have. They have more than one person. They have basically some guy that's a spokesman, does AMAs all the time. You have a dev who also does AMAs. Then they have other devs and all these other people involved. And they also have high uh, high follower Twitter accounts who are involved. That's always helpful. But they just have a great community. So I feel like I found a diamond in the rough on this one. And I'm still in it. I'm probably going to stay. And Why is it called Diversify, by the way? Because they are a rewards token similar to Meta. But they pay out in five different tokens that tokens, cryptocurrencies they pay out in bitcoin they pay out in ethereum they pay out in polygon matic they pay out in um polka dot and avalanche avax so they chose you know five of the top 10 i'll say and they pay out rewards in that and the changes every six hours they, you know they make it random that you pay a different reward and again it's based on volume so it's essentially it's a dividend paying crypto and it pays out again not in the current token it pays out in other reliable blue chip cryptocurrencies so as long as the volume's there buying and holding is you know a solid opportunity on this token yes I went 20x No, I did not sell. Why? Because, again, the community, the dev, the creator, etc. And the overall tokenomics, which is essentially the reward system and how they have it set up. They also plan on creating multiple other diversified tokens, which will reward you in different tokens or different cryptocurrencies, which is awesome. So anyway that's what i've learned to date i've learned ethereum tokens ethereum gas fees are a goddamn ripoff so no thank you for me finance smart Chain, much more affordable um and by the way how do you use pancake swap you have to get a wallet you have to get the trust wallet metamask i'm sorry i didn't mention that but once you get the wallet um connect your wallet to PancakeSwap, and then you can swap out from there. So I kind of missed that little part, but again, this is my first podcast in a long-ass time, so I don't even know what the hell I'm doing. Um, I'm also driving to work to go to work out, and it's 5, not even 5.30 yet um, in the morning. So I'm still semi-asleep, but um, I just wanted to share, you know, my experience With crypto, what I've learned over the past two years during COVID, and I will say, it's very time-consuming. So if you really want to get into crypto outside of Coinbase, again, I highly recommend it, but it's very time-consuming, and it's very risky. You have to be careful with every single transaction you do. If you click one wrong button, your money could be sent to some wallet that you have no idea what it is. And what can you do? Nothing. You can't get it back. It's gone. So, you have to be very careful when you venture out, you know, from these exchanges because what these exchanges provide is safety. You know, Coinbase, they're a publicly traded company. Of course you're going to rely on them. You know, there's no funny crap with them. You put your money with them, if there's any hacks or any bullshit, they'll, they'll cover it, you know. Um, so if you uh, put your money in a tr- something called a trust wallet, something called Pancake Swap, <clears throat> if you lose your money, you're screwed. So you have to know what the hell you're doing in order to do that. But if you want to make money, this is what you gotta do. You gotta, you gotta get, get there. This is what happened with shit. Shiba Inu would have been available on Uniswap of course because that that was an Ethereum token but if you got into that early, oh my god, you'd be retired, living on a beach somewhere, uh, being a crypto millionaire but is it possible? Yes. Crypto is still, in my opinion so new Um, there's so many people that at least in my people i talk to have no idea even my friends that are into crypto they barely have any clue how to do anything unless i tell them and when you talk about the average person they probably don't have an account at coinbase nor do they want one so how new is crypto that's how new crypto is so if you say i lost my chance bitcoin you know ethereum shiba inu screwed. I'm never going to make, you know, make millions off crypto. Uh, that's a load of shit because you can. And you, if you do your own, do your research, have an idea of what the hell you're looking at, you know, you can do it. Do it pretty good. Uh, so anyway, I'm about to pull into work, which means I have to stop this podcast, but I'll share it on my Instagram and all that crap. So, Twitter. So if you guys follow me on, uh, you know, Twitter or Instagram, send me a a DM and just let me know if you do like my podcast and what you want me to talk about. Because every Wednesday when I drive into work, I plan on posting a podcast, recording a podcast on the way in. Obviously I like to listen to podcasts too sometimes, but, uh, Sometimes it's just shit I, I had a crypto podcast on a second ago The like guy was just like talking like a robot I'm Like enough nope of this crap, I'll make my own But uh, anyway Please send me a DM or a message Or a post or whatever And let me know if you like this podcast Let me know what kind of podcast you want to hear Or let me know if this podcast Was garbage um, Either way, I'm interested So um, Anyway, if you listen this far You're, you're the man do the woman, whatever. And I appreciate it. All right. Thank you guys. Later.